0: Hey, this is Dean Cameron, and when I need to break the tension, which is often, I like to put on the Nightmare Junkhead podcast. consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast that is admittedly afraid of a lot of things but ain't afraid of no ghost (laughs) my name is greg d i'm genius mcgee and on today's episode we're going mad mad Mm -hmm. mad 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 (laughs) mad for the eighth time as we descend into the mouth of march madness we kick things off with our 2024 selection episode and whether you've worn white after labor day or not uh, you can listen into our show simply search for nightmare junkhead wherever podcasts are played hit subscribe and when we drop our latest episode it will download directly to your listening device of choice all up in your go crazy
1: don't mind if I do Who.
0: And you can find us, indeed, going crazy out on uh, social media. Uh, You can follow us and go crazy with us on Twitter at Nightmare Junk, and on both Blue Sky and Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. But it is only on that Book of Face, where you have an events tab, which leads to shenanigans and brackety shenanigans. And as this episode is going to be releasing on Friday, March 1st. Uh, If you find yourself in the Kansas City area, please head on over to ScreenLand.com, where they will have your... Brackety shenanigans. Brackety. Mm-hmm. Just taking care of indoors. Just indoors for right now. Yeah, uh, But more importantly, uh, head on over to the Friday Night Fright tab, because the uh, the Friday this episode is releasing, genius. Do you our, read such a cane? Our latest Friday Night Fright is the very film that this tournament, the pun is built base, upon, be, well, on. It, I mean, everything, we, the, the majority of the stuff we do is based on puns. The majority of the bracket topics, these All last the, are puns. puns. Yes. So that is to say, uh, John Carpenter's In the Mouth of Madness uh, holds a very special place in both of our hearts, mm-hmm. uh, has constantly been one of the best parts of uh, Carpenter Fest, mm-hmm. when it's part of it. Yes. And as I will always say- Until Ghost of Mars comes along. I'm still pushing for it. Me too. I know uh, Metal Mike is uh, out there pushing for it as well. Mount Baldy. We have, well, of course, he of is course. the yeah. He's the one that's funding this entire, <laughs> this this, this pro-Ghost of Mars thing. I, and I will say the the most unsettling part of that film is Jason hair. Statham with hair. Oh, my is hit. Hair. Oh, oh, my hair hit here. It's terrifying. Not as terrifying as In the Mouth of Madness, but terrifying nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Uh, now then, actually looking forward to next Friday Night's Fright, uh, a movie that, we actually we actually did a commentary yes, for way did. back in the day and still on the main feed, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've seen this up on the big screen. No, I haven't. Uh, but this is your chance to take in uh, Amy Holden Jones's The Slumber Party Massacre.
1: Yes, I have. I've only seen it on the TV screen, especially
0: when it's hosted by Rhonda Sheer. That's just it. It was a staple. Yeah, of Friday and Saturday night edited programming. Mm-hmm. Ours will not be edited. No. But in fact, you know, speaking of editing, you know what she uh, gave up editing to actually direct this movie? What? Steven Spielberg's E.T. Really? She turned that down so she could direct this. She had a story to tell. And that's just it. And this is very much Roger Corman was big on giving a lot of uh, women a chance to direct. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is actually Women in Horror Month. Yep. There's no stranger to that. So yeah, please come on. They are rambunctious today. They're wild. What you're not hearing or seeing is... We've got Biscuit. Cat's got zoomies.
1: Yeah. The, the Davy's <laughs> over there doing her thing. we got half the squad running around. What a menagerie
0: right now. Right? It is nuts. It, Welcome to the jungle. It's appropriate <laughs> given, given the time of the year here. Now, uh, the other repertory screenings that are going to be happening on the weekend of the first. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, from 1982, um, a movie that has. An interesting, like, pedigree, mm-hmm. uh, especially the fact that it was uh, an early Disney live-action film, and that's what always people forget. But Tron... Tron was cool. When's the last time you watched that one proper?
1: Proper, maybe about seven, eight years ago, so not as recent. But, mm-hmm. like, I always thought Tron was cool. And, like, I played the video game, played the shit out of the video, both the cabinet and the encased capsule
0: one. The, thing, the very thing you'd find at Flynn's Arcade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got Jeff Bridges very much way before the dude.
1: Way before the dude.
0: And also, you always forget uh, David Warner's in that as well. hmm The bad guy. Plain, so, yeah, oh, of course. He's, would you like? Hey. Well, now they are indeed going a little. I hope the mics picked that one up. Right. So that would be Biscuit going after Davey. Davey. Now
1: Davey's fighting back. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Now we got. Oh, my God. Now here. Frankie out of nowhere with the steering table. <laughs>
0: this is slobber knocker. See, a professional podcast would probably edit all this out, but. But this ain't a professional one. No, I really hope all of that was picked up back there. <laughs> now, uh, this is a new month, so therefore, there is going to be a new filmmaker in the filmmaker series uh, that they're doing at Screenland. Mm-hmm. Uh, this month, you're going to be able to take in uh, the filmography of Lynn Ramsey,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Irish filmmaker, and. She's two for two for me, mm-hmm. uh, the two films I've seen. And this is, and I've seen that, uh, but we're going to be kicking things off with a little film called Rat Catcher.
1: I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I'm intrigued, though, because like I don't like rats, and I don't like people who catch rats.
0: I'm not familiar with this one. Uh, in fact, I was putting together the uh, trailers for it, and so the more I read into it, and this was a while ago when I did it, so I will say there is a little bit of a... Almost like a little chimney sweep vibe to it with um chim chim chimmery, chim chim Some little vagabonds running around. Really, I I think so. If I if memory serves correct, All up on your artful dodger hole. Exactly. <laughs> now, of course, if I'm wrong, all the Lin Ramsey fans are going, "What is wrong with you?" Take it out of me on the while I'm there, because I'm going to go in expecting Dick Van Dyke with a cockney accent,
1: mm-hmm. a topins for that, you know, just. <laughs>
0: You won't get that, I guarantee. But now I'm having programmer's remorse. I need to throw that in the pre-show. <laughs> so we hope to see you uh, rubbing elbows with the Screenland Film Family. Uh, but genius, if I'm talking Film Family. Hey, bellies. We have our also a collection of Film Family members hanging over at Patreon. And regardless of their tier, genius, the day this episode releases, they're going to be hearing my... Th- I've got to take my glasses off. This is <laughs> such a serious thing here. Uh, they're going to be hearing my thoughts on a first-time watch uh, by our just one of the, the patron saints of Media Rewind, probably, but uh, Charles Bronson. Hey! Who is our pally. And God help me, there's a moment in this movie, I was watching it by myself, that I was howling. And it's particularly because of our pallies because also have you, we we love puns. Mm-hmm. We also love alliteration. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a moment in this movie where the uh, the term or phrase "Pagan Pallies. Oh no! Oh no! Would have been would have oh, been, no. been appropriate. Hey,
1: I got some things to peg. You know, and he's just <laughs> I, I'm gonna peg this one on you.
0: <laughs> of all the Charles Bronson movies <laughs> that I've watched, and listen, what's this for? <laughs> it's for Off. We've watched and talked ten to midnight. Guess what? In ten to midnight, he wasn't propositioning uh, one of the perps for a three-way, was he? Oh no! Oh no! 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 I got some pineapples over back at the cabana. He is angling. And it is such a weird film that now that's just one moment in the movie. There's more, but uh, wait, there's more. But it's but on top of being just your traditional Bronson film, right? But it's that moment the pig and the pagan pallies That poor Charlie, she looked at me like, "What is wrong with you?" Oh no, oh no. But it
1: ha- there's no tear for that. No, don't even inquire. <laughs>
0: So to hear my thoughts on that and so much more. I uh, don't
1: even know if I can say e anymore.
0: Nope. <laughs> Believe me. Trust me. It took on a whole new meaning for me. That's why I've just like been waiting Oh no! for this one to release. Oh, yeah. no.
1: Well, April's around the corner. So.
0: <laughs> I urge you guys to do this on Media Rewind. Okay. <laughs> trust me. And let me be in the room when you guys watch this. That'll just be a fly on the wall, a little popcorn. What? <laughs> Try, and so he, it, The best part is he does this. G, G, he leans in, he grabs the guy's <laughs> arm. He's like, we're really into the new stuff. Oh, no. He's New ex-
1: wave. <laughs> it's,
0: it's <laughs> Charles Bronson's getting his freak on. Oh, my goodness. And this is 40-year-old Bronson, too, so he's still very handsome. I call this one the greasy, greasy.
1: This is like... <laughs>
0: It, it's nuts. It's nuts.
1: Sheboygan, Sheboygan, say for Sheboygan.
0: Yeah, we. Like. Do, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 cease at this point. So again, to have access to that, and I guess I don't know if that's a sales pitch there. Right.
1: Join our palies, get awesome good stuff.
0: Head on over to Patreon.com/slash Nightmare Junkhead. <laughs> Where and I let me just say this: amongst all the perks, ideally they have access to. They had early access. To the bracket, Mm -hmm. and if we're talking brackets, that means (laughs) it is March.
1: And it's time
0: for madness. Eight years in, Genius McGee. Mm -hmm. We've learned some lessons. Enough to the point, (laughs) by the time we record this, we are still in the middle of February. Mm -hmm. We have only, I think, three Three episodes to to record. I think for us- That's great. That's great. That's the standard at this point. It's no, it's,
1: no, it's no longer May Madness like it was the first couple of
0: years. We finally learned to work smart, not hard. Mm-hmm. So the lessons have been learned. And I, I about working smart, just not hard. <laughs> it's a mantra, some might call it. A way of life. <laughs> that is to say, though, um, we've had a lot of fun over these eight years. Mm-hmm. That is eight years of so many movies talked, so many other movies that weren't talked about. Yeah. Uh, but we've also, throughout the last... At least seven years, all the movies that have won the tournament, without a doubt, are the kind of movies where if someone said, like, um, Alien mm-hmm. is their all-time favorite horror movie.
1: Okay. I mean, all of the ones that have won deserve to have won. Now, while some my people might say some have been deserved more, but mm-hmm. still, these movies are all-timers for a reason. They're withstanding the 40, 30, 20, 10 years old were still loving these movies people beyond the years where this meant from are still loving these movies these are going to be movies again like one of our criteria is are we going to talk about these 40 years and every single one that's won we definitely are
0: well that is to be said also any movie that participates in the tournament any movie that is a an honorable mention any Mm -hmm. movie that that exists within the year that we didn't even talk about we know it's someone's favorite. Yeah. We know it deserves to be talked about and that's the thing is we are all about celebrating these movies that are celebrating anniversaries and <laughs> it's the the madness has been so much fun. Mhm. And continue please send in the brackets. Mm-hmm. Remember show your work and the showing of the work. How would you best describe that? Cuz we're 8 years in we throw that term all the time. Mm-hmm. In fact, we've recorded many episodes this year where we thought how would you genius McGee if I was going to turn in a bracket just on via the interwebs, how would I show my work proper? Personally,
1: I would love a bracket with talking points on the back.
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would love
1: like here's – this is where I chose and why and just like a couple of blurbs and mm-hmm. stuff. I would 100% – that that would get an A++ a little bit extra credit.
0: And I think if you're creative – if you print it out and you do some handwriting, I think you can actually put that on the top as well. Right. On the bracket oh, itself.
1: Right. I would love that. But, like, at least just, like, you know, why? Yep. Or just something like uh, Watched as a Kid. You know? Just uh, even on that the counts, bracket. We appreciate that, that. counts. Like, Watched as a Kid. You know? Loved this movie. Yep. That movie. Don't just say that movie sucks. It sucks. Because. <laughs> why? Yeah.
0: Why? Why? So, no. That sh- makes sense. I like show that. Show your work. At least at least something. Well, and that is to say we we also show our work here mm-hmm. on the show uh, throughout the tournament. Uh, we've drew it, It's just so much has been done over these eight years. Um, the criteria, uh, the, the etiquette, as you will. Yeah. Um, also, then, that the should discipline. be said. <laughs> yeah, because uh, starting next week, uh, you're going to be getting two episodes per week. Uh, the first round of each year will be on Monday. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday we have the round of the Scream sixteen and the Hateful Eight, and that is to be said. That is that when we bring in others, bring because in... <laughs> two
1: times a week is cool. If you one time a week is cool if you like us, yeah. But two times that might be a bit much. So usually the second one we like to bring in others.
0: We I would say we bring in our betters, as they always. I shall agree to that. Add so much to the thing. Uh, so what we're going to go ahead and do is we're going to start all the way back. 40 years, looking back to the year of 1984. Let's do a little... uh, 1984, I am all of eight years old. I am six. I actually have, just for a brief reference, I have a Sears toy catalog pulled up here. We have... Oh, look at those. There's some Star Wars goodies here. Look at those Transformers. The Transformers, we have GoBots, we have everything in its heyday Mm. all all practical it was a very good year so to be said in terms of the the memories i were making were very much just starting Mm -hmm. Uh, this was the time of being on the playground if anything when you can
1: comprehend stuff not like you can't get stuff at four but at the same time six eight you're you're soaking things in, you're, you're starting to develop exactly the, the formidable years and what you like and definitely don't like.
0: you know what I didn't like in eighty hmm. four? Horror. I was terrified of horror films. Like I think I have mentioned it before. It wasn't until I got into high school that I really started delving back into horror. But growing up in like elementary school, I was petrified and it was all due to Halloween. Halloween theme, so all the movies that came out here in '84. Mm-hmm. What's crazy, I saw three of them. For so so for someone that didn't like horror in '84, right? I saw a number of these, and that's to be said. The strength of the movies we're going to be talking about here in 1984. This was probably one of I think the easiest times we had programming, yeah, and putting together movies. Mm-hmm. Based but also, how some of the harder times? We'll get to that as well. That's it was the best of times and the blurst of the times. The blurst. Well, let's get into our first matchup. And our first matchup, actually, the bracket topic uh, has been broached before. Mm-hmm.
1: But it writes itself
0: and because, and there's a reason because this is not the first time these two titans uh, have fought. So our first bracket topic and our first bracket matchup: Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. As we have the OG A Nightmare on Elm Street going up against Friday the 13th, the final chapter.
1: Mm, The the final, yes. Two titans head-to-head. Two fan favorites head-to-head right off the bat.
0: When looking to, last year, looking to 84, Mm -hmm. these two movies were the ones that I was like, oh, good God. I forgot both of these came out in 1984. And some will argue the best representations of both of the franchises. You've got, again, you've got a movie that's starting a franchise. You've got a movie that's, is it ending a franchise? At least in the Possibly. title. But we know a Battle of Titans will be had with mm-hmm. these behemoths. Now, looking forward to our next matchup, and you want to talk about childhood terrors, Genius?
1: Absolutely. This has got trauma written all over it. Trauma and trauma.
0: There were a number of things that I know we were kind of... Uh, accustomed to learn to fear mm-hmm. at least when we were growing up eight years old six years old there were um random refrigerators open refrigerators Quick out there
1: sand everywhere but one thing you can't escape is sewer grates so <laughs> and one thing that always came about in the t- in the 80s toxic waste
0: and our next bracket topic is toxic, toxic waste, waste not, not what not as we have and this was another one looking at the movies that were available and the obviousness in some of the matchups. Right. Uh, but we've got Lloyd Kaufman's The Toxic Avenger mm-hmm. going up against Douglas Cheeks. Cannibalistic humanoid underground
1: dwellers.
0: You want to talk about movies that are in the very DNA of the show or more importantly in the DNA My of My DNA? <laughs>
1: like pure DNA? Because
0: no, fuck all that noise. Fuck all that noise. And you've got a movie then that is going up against, and admittedly, I think the thing that, if anyone knows us, knows that we appreciate trauma mm-hmm. as much as we don't necessarily like trauma.
1: Yeah, I'm no, we're not the biggest trauma fans, but when it comes down to what they're selling, we're absolute 100% fans.
0: But we will try to put aside some of our bias. Absolutely. As we like to do here on the show.
1: Just not down the sewers.
0: No, The only thing you find down in the sewers, or at least in New York, pimps and chuds. Pimps and chuds. And rats. Now. Going into our next matchup, and this is the one where I saw both of these films
1: a lot. Everybody Growing saw a, a lot of yes. these movies, these two movies a lot.
0: And that is to be said. Then uh, that is because uh, they had a more, a little bit more of a broader appeal. So our next bracket topic: uh, Clash of the Classifications. As we have uh, James Cameron's The Terminator going up against uh, we've. Oh my god.
1: Uh, Ivan Reitman.
0: Ivan Reitman's Ghostbusters. Thank you.
1: Took me a second, too. I was like, oh, it's Ghostbusters. We're
0: getting old. I know, right?
1: It's 40 years ago, so.
0: But I've mentioned before, we basically have, um, well, I I don't want to get too much into the classifications, but we have very much gateway horror Mm -hmm. with Ghostbusters.
1: And also classifications defending why we consider them horror and why they should be considered horror.
0: I mean, I know we've. I, I'm gonna save my argument right. until until. You gotta, you gotta listen to find out. <laughs> Tune in next time. But that's to be said though, man. That Ghostbusters, that is like everyone knows the Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. In fact, we're getting another Ghostbusters movie this year, right? Like and by the, I think by the time this episode releases, it might we already be out.
1: Yeah, so who knows? And then of course Terminator. I mean, everybody knows Terminator. It's it's the Terminator.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, then that leads us to our last matchup here in the year of 1984. And another bracket topic mm-hmm. that is so nice, we've done it- Multiple times. times. Not even twice or thrice. Not even
1: twice, multiple times. Once, I, If we can do it, we're going to do it.
0: Well, that is to be said then, because and the reason we do this is because we legitimately love the subgenre. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got holiday horrors. Mm-hmm. And in uh, our matchup, we have uh, Charles Salyer Jr.'s Silent Night, Deadly Night. Punish. Going up against Joe Dante's Gremlins. Gata. I can't think of a more- Totally weird matchup in terms but of would be content. A, but would be a great double feature. Yes. And you would not technically start with Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> I learned that lesson many moons ago. <laughs>
1: yeah, you might want to start with Gremlins and then Silent Night, Deadly Night.
0: Uh, but I did actually see Gremlins in the theater um it, i think i've mentioned we did a commentary uh last year on patreon for that one it's a holiday
1: staple but so again it's so fine. is hell and deadly night
0: which is available on the main feed as a commentary mm-hmm. we did many what, moons ago one of my personal favorites so a lot of love in this round mm-hmm. but you know what i don't think we're gonna get a lot of love right now is i can hear it what all, about this movie what about that movie you charlatans left out all this movies. all the anger right of the films that aren't competing in the year of 1984. Because
1: guaranteed, some one of these is one, somebody's favorite. Actually, some of these
0: are kind of my favorites. Right. And in fact, I will say this. A number of these, during the initial drafts of Into the Mouth of March Madness. There was a lot of like, oh there man, we're, we're
1: going to have to apologize.
0: So I'll say right off the bat, uh, I took in a few first time viewings. Uh, I took in, and this is my first shout out, is Monster Dog. Mm-hmm. The one with, with Alice Alex, Cooper? Yes, that one with the kind of monster dog on the cover. I paired it with Rats, Night of Terror. That's the Italian one. Both are Italian. Yeah, no, but I mean, that's the one where they're in the sewers at the mm-hmm. very end.
1: It's like a twist ending. And like, in it. Yes. I liked it until the end
0: because I was like, fuck that the reveal yeah i was like fuck that the reveal is just an italian's chef's mm-hmm. kiss but those are my first two uh honor i've got a whole list here me let's too. go back and forth give okay. me one
1: so i'll give you two because this was one of the brackets that was almost going to be Ooh. like the brackets that, that almost once was yes. right <laughs> so we were like okay we already have freddie versus jason we can do king on king which we've done before yes. with both children of the corn and Firestarter, the twisted Firestarter. Hey, hey, hey. Right? We also could have even done Linda Hamilton with the Terminator and Children of the Corn. But, like, he waits for you, Malachi. Isaac always freaked me out as a kid. And he, Courtney Gaines is proper creepy. I'm just waiting for like him to like try and kill me 47 different, different ways. Languages. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll throw out another double feature in one that was also technically a bracket topic. Uh, we have uh, Splatter University and Mutilator.
1: Yeah. The going on a fall break, fall break, baby tonight. I championed for the fall break one because just get a chance to talk about that goofy Benny Hill movie.
0: Technically, we've done a main feed episode on Splatter University. Uh, we did a Shutter shout out with the Mutilator. Mm-hmm. Both are a blast, and we're very much still feeling the slew of slashers even into 1984.
1: Yeah, uh, one I want to give a shout out is to Terror in the Isles. Oh, yes. I grew up watching that movie. Actually, I saw it in the theater and loved it. And so yeah, yeah. and I was like, this is great. and it made me I want to see that movie and that movie and that movie and that movie and that movie. And that's what we got back in the day. So Terror on the Isles, yeah, that was a good one for me.
0: Uh, this is a two for VHS cover because they both featured uh, bluish, darkish materials. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Mutant and yeah. Razorback.
1: Uh, <laughs> Razorback I need to see that again But I remember having a really good time with
0: Razorback Razorback holds up It is beautifully shot uh, It contains a kill that I'm like Oh shit, they went there And it's got a, your typical Australian outback street toughs Nice Where they're going, Wake, get- wakey, wakey, hands off, snakey Are they gonna get gored? <laughs> People get gored It's nice. pretty great It's another one on your list Um, In the Company of Wolves Yes, with another classic VHS cover.
1: And it's a really good movie. It's a weird anthology story about werewolves and like a lot of different themes. And it's got Dame Angela Lansbury. So it's it's
0: we proper classy. Sh-
1: it is. We showed it for a film club. And it's directed by Neil Jordan who did... Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, so he's done a lot of stuff. So, well, but
0: I want to get a little medal here. Uh, shout out to Rocktober Blood that came out in 1984. Nice. I've actually got that on uh, vinyl and Blu-ray because... Of course I do.
1: Scream for help.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Scream. Yeah. Scream for help is Nancy Drew through a beaded curtain. It's great. Oh,
1: it's so wonderfully
0: crazy. There is a great uh, shout fact or scream factory Blu-ray of that. I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another movie that I only watched for the first time not too long ago, uh, the Coen brothers blood simple. Oh, nice. In 1984. I haven't seen that one. That's still that I've seen that. It is a proper freak. And you've got, uh, uh, e. Emmett Walsh, or mm-hmm. M. At M- M- Walsh, going next level creepy as a hitman. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's quite good. It's quite good. Um, and I've got one more I want to shout out to. Uh, uh-huh. Dreamscape. Ooh. That movie find me when the Snake Man yep. came out. I was like, whoa. And that one was also another one we were maybe thinking about pairing up with A Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. both delving into the dreams there. Uh, any others from 1984 there for you, Genius? I
1: don't have any. From 84.
0: Okay. Okay. So, again, those that we didn't mention that came out in 1984, yes, they should be competing. Yes, they should be honorable mentions. And, mm-hmm. yes, they'll probably end up on the I've Seen That feed uh, with me at some time. Right. Now, moving from 1984 to a when we were just starting to make memories, mm-hmm. 10 years later in 1994, I actually still remember a lot of these memories. Me, too. Me, too. And I think that's why, like, I'm digging the...
1: 90s and 80s and and all the the, i mean all these ones are great movies but again so many choices that we had to make and so many ones that like man we left it by the
0: wayside well and that's indeed where the madness comes from but the other thing is though looking at a lot of the films from 94 you know i know a number of these you had seen in the theater Mm -hmm. um and thankfully at least for me, most of the none of these were first timers. No. Um, I think you had a first timer with one of them. So at least ideally, yeah, you know, we're still expanding some new ground.
1: Exactly, and that's the one great thing I like about madness because I know you're going to have some uh, first timers for you later on in the brackets. Mm-hmm. But whenever we get to see these new ones for the first time and oh, wind up like, oh, these are great! I should have been watching these a long time ago, thirty and years it, ago,
0: right? Well, and if you can say anything about our show, we. Um, you, uh, I, How do you like to say this when we talk about We put the l- Lottie in literati? Oh, we put the Litter in literati. There it is That is to say, we champion uh, book learning And in fact, by the time this episode releases Learned Kansas City stuff. Horror Club
1: and We got our new book club out So,
0: who can we give a shout out to for that? Frida
1: Fritz. This is gonna be Frida's baby so Love it I'm so excited and she's excited
0: Our next bracket topic, we have Literary lunacy Mm-hmm and that is to be said, you should be reading a lot into the matchups. Uh we have Interview with the Vampire going up against In the Mouth of Madness. Hey! Hey! Do
1: you read Sutter Kane? Do you read Dan Rice? Uh technically I don't, but like I remember seeing both these movies in the theater and walking up both pleasantly surprised and like upon rewatch, heavens, these are good movies.
0: Interview with the vampire. I only watched that for the first time. Ooh, weesh. Didn't know how truly horny it was. It's a horny movie. It was a Terror Tuesday at the Draft House. We might
1: even, if we should ever show it at a uh, uh, Screenland, we might have Beatty done it with the curtain. beauty curtains. Oh, I wouldn't be against that. Right. Because it's, and it's Antonio. I kind of also want to learn how to play the harpsichord.
0: Oh, hells yeah. That just seems like a cool, like, creepy musical instrument. It, 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 <laughs> I can actually see you doing that. <laughs> uh, and then we have In the Mouth of Madness, of course. That is. It's, it's In the Mouth of
1: Madness. It's, it's one we, of my
0: movies. If we didn't have this competing we would
1: be mad at ourselves right because one in the mouth of march madness in the mouth of madness plus like it's jc it's a pun it's great and so it's all the
0: criteria right
1: and it fits that's that's another thing the movies have to fit the pun like can we make a pun out of it okay cool let's do it that's why some of these are like i thought you said these movies deserve to be on there and a lot of them you're watching for the first fucking time well you need to fill the bun and so like again it's one of the great things about and i hope a lot of it's great for you guys too like oh i never heard about this movie let's see what it is and then if you're still complaining oh why are you guys doing that whatever it's our show show. (laughs) no but like no i really enjoy like a lot of these first timers that we (laughs) see and like again if we can fit them into the thing we're going very meta here because that's my segue into the next category meta mayhem which also again is the essence of march madness and this was the first timer for me, so on one of these, and so I and I enjoyed it. Yeah,
0: John Flynn's brain scan mm-hmm. uh, going up against. Hey, welcome back, Wes West Craven. Right, I mean he's all over the bracket. <laughs> back in '84 and '94, and mm-hmm. that is to be said. The man was, uh, you know, relevant in many decades. But uh, his new nightmare, and this was. So I watched Brain Scan for the first time about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, if any of our film family members, they can go back and listen to my thoughts on that one. But it's one of those that I. Immediately thought of you while watching it. Yeah, because there's a lot of horror stuff in there.
1: Although I, if if I would have a rather better Avatar than Eddie Furlong, I think more like at that time probably like the kid that played Angus in that movie. Angus would have been a more apropos Avatar for the for the horror club, but at the same time.
0: I hope I didn't come off creepy. (laughs) Now, correct me if I'm wrong, though. Isn't George C. Scott in Angus? Yeah, I love Angus. He's the grandpa in Angus.
1: Dude, that movie is great. You're in the horror club. And you know what? George C. Scott would probably be cool with it. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. I was in Firestarter and The Changeling.
0: (laughs) Well, going up against, then, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which I... One of the things we'll probably talk about is it very much crawled so Scream could run. Absolutely. Uh, but that first turn into meta work, and it's one of those that I know has aged pretty well, so I'm really looking forward to going back to both of those. But then segueing into our next matchup, and we we love to laugh. Yes, we do. We, we love we love the levity, but more than anything, we we love when we can kind of steer and go a little bit like off kilter Mm -hmm. with our humor and when we realized that both of these movies were in the year of 1994 let's do it let's let's do do it it. so we have our next matchup we have killer camp Mm -hmm. as we have serial mom going up against tammy and the t-rex both classics i would definitely say serial mom is a
1: classic but i think like a lot of people are finding out about Tammy and the T-Rex.
0: And that's all thanks to the, the gore cut, uh-huh. which is what we'll be going off Wonderful. of. Wonderful, uh, But more importantly, at least for me, is ideally getting uh, John Waters here in the tournament.
1: Absolutely. We got to have that pencil-thin pervert <laughs> in there somewhere. Because he's John Waters. He's great. He doesn't dip his toe into horror no. ever. So this is like the rare John, although there's a lot of horrific shit in his movies, it does not full-on like serial murders. And- we never get to talk about Kathleen Turner.
0: Well, we've technically we did devote an episode to Serial Mom. Uh, we did do a Shutter shout out with Tammy and the T Rex. So we've given love to both of these movies. But Absolutely. yeah, we thought it would be very appropriate for them to go up against each other. And that leads us to our last matchup here in the year of nineteen ninety four.
1: Mm-hmm. Undead love.
0: A lot of love we always talk about giving to these films. Well, a lot of undead love. We'll get to both of these. But we have uh, Michelle Suavis. Cemetery Man mm-hmm. going up against Alex Proyas. The Crow. One Which I saw... Both have
1: been Friday Night Frights. Yes, they have.
0: Yes, they have. And Techno, okay, I'm trying. Yeah, that has already happened many moons ago. Yeah. our Friday Night Fright with Cemetery Man. Uh, that's one I caught by a video. The Crow, I did see in the theater. Me too. And in terms of the love that will be given, mm-hmm. it depends on the love that you give or the love. That... <laughs> God, that's awful. (laughs) (laughs) Stop, we're not pagan at this point. So again, uh, those are going to be all competing in the year 1994, Mm -hmm. but a number of movies that we didn't get to talk about are honorable mentions from this year. And you know what came out in a lot of that came out in the year of 1994?
1: Hmm. Sequels. Mm -hmm. A shit ton. Uh, absolute metric like, butt-ton of
0: sequels. The cool thing is, um, I'm going to be watching a number of these for the first time, actually, so that'll end up on the uh, I've Seen That feed. In fact, one of them that I know is going to be a first-time viewing uh, will be Pumpkinhead 2 Bloodwings. Wings.
1: I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Nothing's going to beat the OG, but
0: it was fun. It's a Pumpkinhead story. It's not bad. It's a weird kind of offshoot of mm-hmm. Pumpkinhead story. <clears throat>
1: With Doug Bradley. Ex- yeah.
0: there was a As num- the Southern...
1: Now, I'm not a big city centibite, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that was one of the many like Rick Dalton moments I had with that film, uh, including, including, of course, Linnea Quigley. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you have there? Alza? The Stand Made ooh. for TV, Stephen King
1: still holds up a lot of fun. I remember why. Wa- I remember, ooh, the stand comes on tonight. Let me turn it on ch- ch- channel four. Was it four? No, it was nine because it was ABC. ABC. So, yep, turn now, on channel nine and watch it. And I was I'll- like, hey, it's Parker
0: Lewis. How long do you think his hair was for directing this movie? It's probably still long. Okay, because it's and, a pretty still and flowing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a number of uh, another one of the uh, sequels I'm going to be watching for the first time is going to be uh, the Bloodstone subspecies <laughs> three. Yeah, with
1: that dude there.
0: No, no. Is it Bloodstone or Bloodlust?
1: Bloodlust is three, Bloodstone okay. is two. Bloodlust Blood two, Blood two is when he gets all the little freaky minions, yeah. and that's Bloodstone. No, so this Blood was three part when he three. gets horny. Oh, he's always
0: horny. Yeah, he's Radu. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's always Radu. Forget it, J- genius. He's, he's Radu. Radu.
1: Speaking of sequels, Night of the Demons 2, good old Brian Trenchard Smith.
0: Thank you, Charles, for that one. Absolutely.
1: That movie was grand. That
0: was movie. Wo-
1: if movie. we could have fit it in somewhere...
0: One that actually from nineteen ninety four, uh, Kaijun favorite, uh, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I watched that for the first time last That's year. That's a fun one. At, he's he's based, Space Godzilla has With like the, that the kiss crystal statue. Yeah, it like, looked like the, kiss armor. Yeah,
1: it's great. He's gonna shout it out. <laughs> um, speak on going on that tip, The Giver.
0: Oh yeah, The Giver's
1: slick.
0: I think it was The Giver two though. Yeah, that's right. Because that's, like that's re- why we didn't do yeah, the Guyver originally.
1: We were gonna do Doug Guyver and Tammy and the T Rex, but
0: uh, one movie that I've seen, Phantasm mm-hmm. Three.
1: Mhm. The birthing scene was cool. Yeah, it was. It was worth the price of admission.
0: <laughs> and and Chuck with the uh, with the nunchucks. Hmm. Uh, Wolf. Saw that in the theater. Me too. Fell asleep in the theater.
1: I liked it. I liked it in the theater. I it was like, this is a little, this is more adult than I expected, but not mm-hmm. the good kind of adult. But at the same time, like. <laughs>
0: Uh, Give some love to Leprechaun 2.
1: Absolutely. That was on my list, too. Where is me gold? I need a bride. And then 3, he goes to Vegas. Then he goes to space. Then he goes to the hood. Then he goes back to the hood. Then he gets remade. Then he gets remade again.
0: And I think somewhere in there are Astron 6 guys. Right. Took a stab at it. One of the remakes, yeah. Uh, Also, Ghoulies 4 came out in 1994. Ghoulies 4. It's an I've Seen That for Me. I've got it. it's somewhere in there, I'm sure, in your DVD Goolies, collection.
1: Okay, so Ghoulies 3 was Go to College. I think mm-hmm. was Ghoulies 4, The Carnival, or was that 2? That, that was 2, okay. Ghoulies 4, I don't know. I yeah. don't know if I've seen that.
0: Yeah, that's an I've seen that for me. Uh, other honorable mentions?
1: The Kingdom by Lars Van Teer. You ever see that one? it's oh, an I've seen that, but it's, it's creepy. Van- it's uh, It's about a haunted hospital, and yeah. it's like, he's like, I'm going to make David Lynch horror. And so, like...
0: He comes with baggage. Let's just say that.
1: Also, I saw Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, and it wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be, but I enjoyed it. And I really liked De Niro's portrayal of Frankenstein. It's it's
0: Kenneth Branagh, right? Mm -hmm. Directing it. And I've seen that. And
1: then finally, Nightwatch. You ever seen Night Watch? That Russian movie where it's kind of like Matrix with vampires I've and heard, werewolves. I've it's and I've seen that, dude. It's rad. So it's it was a trilogy. It's a planned trilogy, but they only made two, and two ends on a cliffhanger. <laughs> so it's it's basically like. There's good monsters in the day and then there's bad monsters at night and then they fucking fight all the time. So that's pretty rad. It is very rad. That's I saw in the rad. theater and I was like, "Fuck yeah." <laughs> and then um did we talk about Sorceress from Jim Wernowski? No, go ahead. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen that one either. Uh Watchers 3.
0: Oh, that was also on my uh, that I did I did watch that for What'd the first time. What would you think time?
1: about that one cuz that's got not only Wings Hauser but it's got fucking uh, Gregory Scott Cummins. It's got Luther. Uh,
0: You've seen Predator. Mm-hmm. You've seen Watchers 3. Really? Yes.
1: Does it still have a dog?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just it's Predator with a dog. Yelp review? No Yelp review needed. Really? Oh, yeah. Like in one? Hero yep. dog? Yep. Perfect. It's rad. It's actually... It was kind of fun. It's
1: got Wings Hauser. It's got Luther's dad. Uh, dad.
0: You know what also has Wings Wingshauser? Hmm. Mutant from 1984. Yeah. I did it as a double feature.
1: Nice. All right.
0: Well, that's it. Okay. Well, then... Let's advance forward another ten years to the year of two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. God help me, I would have been twenty-eight. So I am definitely still a douchebaggery. Oh, I'm in my douchebag twenties. But I'm. This is actually the year I think I started going a little bit on the straight and narrow.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so I'm, things I'm are s-
0: starting to get better. Oh, I'm in the thick of it. Okay, these are a lot of, talk about, do you remember a lot from 26? Actually, yeah.
1: Okay, I actually, yeah. I remember seeing a lot of these in the theaters, and I remember, and in fact, we'll, the whole category of like, I saw that when it came out on video. Yeah, we'll talk, well,
0: let's get into the first one then, and this first one is all about uh, the theater experience, and more mm-hmm. importantly, it's all about the dollars Uh Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the
1: money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Our next category is big budget
0: blockbuster beatdown. Yeah, we've got Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy going up against. Motherfucking Steven Summers Van Helsing. <laughs> Put some respect on the man. I love
1: me some Steven Summers. <laughs> that, <laughs> that one's going to be a hard fight because I really love that both directors' style because they both love monsters and they're both fucking fun. Mm-hmm. So.
0: And both of these that... I I saw Hellboy in the theater. Mm -hmm. Van Helsing wasn't until, like, uh, probably DVD I caught that one.
1: Both of these in the theater for me, day one.
0: Of course. Day one. Of course. No, I'm... Actually, I'm really anxious to go back to both of those. Mm -hmm, Me too. Van Van Helsing especially. It's been a while. It's been a while now. I'm going to get a first-time viewing with this next matchup, and this is one I'm really excited because, technically, we could have gone, like, with an upcoming Master... Versus and you know old master, yeah. Versus new. Instead, we went to something that kind of terrifies us. We were just talking before we started recording about how not handy we are, very not handy, and how in the in our hands, a hammer actually is very deadly. Yes, it is, and an inspires more, more so than old boy. <laughs> so our next bracket topic we have hardware horror, uh huh. Where
1: we have uh, James Wands and Lee Wanell's Saw. Versus Tobey
0: Who Pairs. Toolbox Murders. Now this was a first time for you. It will be a first time viewing Nice. I know of the that I know the fact that it's a remake. Uh huh. Or that at least there was another film named that in the seventies. Right. That's what I know. I think you'll be surprised. I'm I'm anxious to go back to that. Now, Saw was actually a Friday night fright Mm -hmm. uh, back last year. That's one I wish I saw in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it is it's To say it's created something, mm-hmm. it's launched something. You want to play a game. Good God. And we're getting another Saw movie this next year. I still
1: have to see Saw X. I feel like a bad Saw fan because I'm like, I really, really love the Saw series. I have even seen Saw X. I know. I know. I feel terrible. Shame.
0: Shame. Shame. <laughs> or shame. Would you like to play a shame? <laughs> well, from a matchup that had one first time viewing for me, to a matchup that's actually going to have two first-time viewings for me, Genius. hmm And we gave a little bit of love to the big budget. We got to give love to the little guy. All uh, Everything in between. So our next bracket topic. And these are ones I've been talking about for a while now. It's one in particular. Uh-huh. One in particular. But we've got indie oddities as we have Dead and Breakfast going up against Dead Birds.
1: Yes. Yes. And, and a lot of people are going, huh? what?
0: who? No, no,
1: good. No. Good. Seek them out.
0: but but you also have some people going, good, good right. Damn about time. Yes, both of these films got some love. I know I know of Dead and Breakfast. I think I saw bits and pieces of it on sci-fi back in the day. You know who's in it? No.
1: Osgood Perkins. Ooh. <laughs> now, I just need to Mike and Monroe and Nick K. Woo!
0: That's honestly, I hate to say it, that's going to probably have to be our reaction now anytime Osgood Perkins shows Ooh. up. I did not know that, but now I'm super intrigued. But I also understand with Dead Birds. You know who wrote it? Simon no. Barrett. Shut up! Yes. Well, shit. Now I'm really excited mm-hmm. for both of these. I got a lot going into this. Now, this is the one, if I remember right. You caught these via video. Yes, because I
1: believe I was at Blockbuster yeah. at the time, and so like I, I would get all this stuff, and I was like, oh, let's see what
0: this is. Ooh, this is great. Long before your familiarity with one Osgood Perkins, though. hmm Now, our last matchup is the one that, at least for me, when looking at the year 2004, two obvious ones. Yes. And two uh, movies that are technically, God, so much... Stem a lot of people in so many different ways Uh, we have homage of the dead Mm -hmm. as our bracket topic as we have Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead going up against Edgar Wright's Shaun of the Dead yes
1: two totally different Uh, zombie movies but both like loving homages to their respective genres and, and respective titles.
0: Yes, and I will say, um, I'm pretty sure Dawn of the Dead, uh, the remake, uh, Zack Snyder's, is going to be a Friday Night Fright here in March. It is. I believe so. Uh, but Shaun of the Dead, and, and listen, that I've been very honest about this movie and my relationship with it and my relationship with my mental health. This movie, I have a connection with it. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead, I like it a lot. So this is the one that when I was when we were putting everything together, I'm like, oh, this one's going to be tough.
1: Yes. And this is, again, like you said, like, oh, this has to go on
0: there. Yeah, oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Now, that being said, obviously a lot of films we didn't talk about from the year of 2004, so mm-hmm. a lot of people, we need to sate their appetites. And I just watched this for the first time, uh, but I'd like to give a little love to Ginger Snaps 2, Unleashed.
1: I haven't seen any of the, the others. Are, are they good?
0: I really liked Unleashed. Uh-huh. I haven't seen the third one. And that's when they're back in like Puritan times. Yes, it's a prequel. But I it'll end up on the feed eventually. But I legit loved uh, Ginger Snaps 2.
1: Nice. I saw Alien vs. Predator in the theater, directed by the best Anderson, Anderson. <laughs> Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> and... I- i will go to bat it's not the best of either franchise but it's a lot of fun
0: now it wouldn't have been interesting if that would have actually been competing in the year 2004 and then somehow it would go head-to-head with the og terminator mm-hmm. you got Hendrickson against Hendrickson.
1: man that's not bad happy hendrickson all
0: over all over um gotta give a little love to our boy chucky and Seed of chucky uh-huh which again also has John Waters, so making at least another presence and appearance here of in the course. tournament.
1: <laughs> of course. Uh Club Dread. Pinicolader. Yeah, previous episode. Mm-hmm. That
0: was a first time viewing for me as well. That one was and just to see Bill Paxton get to play that kind of character yeah. with the Broken Lizard crew. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, so I haven't seen Dracula three thousand. No but I've seen Dracula 2000. <laughs> I've seen that one
1: too. And I think we're both for the yeah. same reason because we were both creeps. Yeah. So-
0: we're in our twenties still. So douchebaggery abounds. Speaking
1: of creep, creep.
0: and so I've seen that.
1: I liked it. I have to revisit it. I remember going found footage. This is the one, this was during the time where I was still like, bleh. found footage is bleh. Right. But now that I'm like, yeah, more open minded. Right. I remember like, okay, that's cool. Have you, I need to rewatch it, but I know a lot of people like it. Because it's see Smart the sequel, Duplass, right? Yeah. No, I haven't seen the sequel because okay. I'm okay. still I, I kinda wanna go back to the first one and see if I like that one.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure you've seen this one, but uh Tremors Four yes. from two thousand and four.
1: I like that one where they go back in time, back to perdition. I love that's, that one.
0: I like that the fact that with ginger snaps we kinda get a prequel mm-hmm. and with tremors we get a prequel. And both are very much creature features.
1: Yes um another good one is uh sometimes they come back you ever seen that one no i
0: have not stephen king yeah pretty
1: good it was filmed in um independence
0: i was gonna say it has local ties here
1: yeah and uh uh, let's see i'm
0: empty on my honorable mentions
1: dino croc was also written by
0: simon barrett and i heard it's not bad I think there's also like a devil fish that came out that same around yeah. that time as well that I think he wrote. Yeah. yeah. There's a number of those that I really want to get to just because I like his work. Me too. Me too. He's a nice guy too. Satan's Little Helper. You ever seen that one? I know the VHS cover of it.
1: <laughs> I've seen it. It's, it's fun. It's cute. The little kid mm-hmm. is evil mm-hmm. and like he basically Shit. tells the people what to do.
0: You know, we love us some killer kid movies.
1: Mm-hmm. There's also Puppet Master Versus Demonic Toys by our friend Ted Nicolau and starring Vanessa Angel. That was a made-for-sci-fi movie, Jesus. but uh, it was also a lot of fun because I liked the Puppet Master, and I liked the demonic toys, and I'm you like, also. let's see the fight, you know? So that was a good one. Um, Resident Evil, Apocalypse. I know you will. I liked the Resident Evil movies, but I remember the Apocalypse being like, is that by the time it started like getting wonky and playing with the, the timelines and shit like that? Yeah. And then uh, I do believe that is it. That's off all my list.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Well, then closing out our tournament here, the last year, the, the, the marker of anything, and just in terms of kind of what this tournament is built upon, mm-hmm. are is the 10-year increment in terms of, you know, if 10 years later we're still talking about your film, you've made some lasting impact. Uh-huh. And 2014, I think, really starts this, like uh, almost like a marker of what we would call modern horror. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the content and the, the tone of a lot of the films and that So we is- start getting sad. <laughs> <laughs> but this is also the year that I know, at least for me, we had started Nerds and Nostalgia.
1: Uh-huh.
0: We probably just really started kicking off Nightmare Junkhead. So this is what the year it just in terms of like modern horror, this was for me. My birthright back into horror. And like, legitimate, and getting... yeah. So yeah. this is a lot of good stuff happened in 2014. So that is to be said, we have a number of films and memories to look back to. Uh, but our first little matchup here and our first bracket topic, uh, this is coming out in uh, March. hmm uh, March is now Women in Horror Month. And that is important as our bracket topic. A Woman's Touch. As we have It Follows going A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Mm-hmm.
1: Both I well, one I saw in the theater, and one was a viewing down in your basement.
0: Oh, yes! Oh, yes. And I'd like to think then, 10 years later, at this mm-hmm. point, our baggage is a little bit different. Things have changed, opinions have changed. Some have stayed the same. <laughs> 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 and that's what i think is going to be really fascinating with some of the conversations we're going to have with this year mm-hmm. because this is back when we were talking about some of these we, we did an episode proper on it follows looking
1: more critical at things too and have somebody to talk and bounce it off of
0: depending on of course which one makes it to the next round mm-hmm. uh but for uh, you you talked how this was the year movie started getting sad yeah not all the time. Not all the time. Yeah, you can't you can't be sad all the time. Mm-hmm. As our next uh, matchup here is all about the levity. In fact, it's just for laughs.
1: Exactly, because horror and comedy are like
0: peanut butter and jelly. As we have Housebound going up against Wolf Cop. Mm-hmm. Wolf if, Cop. Ah, uh, if you know the show, I mean, you talk about. My another, knee
1: hurts every time I say it now. Ah, phantom pains. Right.
0: <laughs> It's It's happening again. It's another one that is—it's the DNA of the the show. show. So this is going to be tough to not show the by. However, Housebound is one of those that I think is criminally underseen. Needs to be talked about. Kind of like our
1: idioties, we want to champion ones that, and I'm sure, like you said, somebody's going good. It's about time somebody talks about Housebound.
0: And I watched it for the first time uh, before we started doing Patreon, so I didn't record my thoughts on it. Mm Mm-hmm but it stayed with me. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to make sure we've, it found its way into uh, this year. Now, remember that when we go through our honorable mentions. Remember what we just said. <laughs> well, getting some more deja vu for just an audience of one, uh, one of the things that we established in 2014 was multiple podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I think a number of people were doing multiple podcasts. Yes. Uh, so much so that uh, our, our match-up and bracket topic is podcaster's peril because podcasters ruin everything we are the worst we are legit the worst (laughs) put a mic in front of us and bad shit happens but what's wonderful though and this is where it gets almost meta is we have adam green's digging up the marrow versus kevin smith's tusk and both adam green and kevin smith filmmakers first podcasters Spencer. on the side exactly so again <laughs> podcasters you're another and both friends of Screenland, it's very much so uh, i was gonna say we actually had tusk as a friday night fright mm-hmm. last year we should get digging up the marrow
1: i would That's love to sure. see that in the theater with people oh yeah the, the chicken chicken part. oh you're gonna have people jumping yeah. it's gonna be
0: great you'll you you, st- you still jump that is it's a I joy know, it's know. a joy to watch with you this particular film now <laughs> closing out the year of 2014 and I'm not saying we program certain things for certain people.
1: But, you know, it kind of helps when you know people's tastes. And plus,
0: it's Uh, an election year. Yes, it is. In fact, shit, uh, we're getting Alex Garland's Civil War. I'm anxiously, nervously excited
1: about that movie. I don't know how that makes me feel as a person, but at the same time, like, okay, I'm going to go check it
0: out. It's the power of cinema. It's the power of cinema. And our bracket topic uh, is not Civil War but civil unrest as we have Adam Wingard's The Guest going up against James DeMonico's The Purge Anarchy. So
1: uh, that's a hard one. Honestly, that's going to be a di- one of the more difficult ones for me. But we
0: recently but
1: actually 2014 all, all over, of them are going to be
0: hard. All days. of these are, but especially this one cuz I, you know, I'm The Guest is still fresh on my mind. Mm-hmm. We did an episode of it just last year and The Purge Anarchy is for me it's it's, we did Purge last year. I think this is the one. I think we even mentioned it last year. This is the one that it, opens it. Yes. This is the
1: one that just opens the floodgates of all that can happen at the Purge.
0: Well, let's open up the floodgates with our honorable mentions. And right off the bat, we heard you. We're yep. hearing you now. Yeah, What we do in the shadows, we saw at Panic Fest in 2014. Mm-hmm. From the moment uh, he co- shows up with his smile, I was smiling. I, ha- I It is such a fond memory. I love it so
1: much. It's just, just a good, funny a, movie. I remember just cackling the whole, the, time. whole time. The whole the time. The whole time. It
0: was wonderful. And the main reason it's not competing is we really wanted to give Housebound mm-hmm. a chance to find an audience.
1: Yeah, because it came out just as streaming. Yeah, and I because, think it's still only streaming. Because
0: what we do in the shadows... It has an it, audience. It has a huge yeah. audience, and an
1: enormous fan that in the TV show. And I know people are screaming, "Oh, you charlatans and phonies!" But we wanted we to give. We are, yeah, we are. But we wanted, we really wanted to give Housebound, yes. a shot and a shake. Yep, <laughs> I like that.
0: Another honorable mention there for you, genius.
1: Honorable mention: ABC's of Death Two. I liked that one. I liked all the ABC's you, of Death, even though like a lot of them were like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" A lot of them were like, "That was pretty fucking good." So that was a good one.
0: I'm gonna. My next several at this point are ones that we've done main feed episodes on. Mm -hmm. In fact, this was tough to leave off.
1: Are we talking about the number episode one?
0: Starry eyes. Starry eyes. Our
1: first episode. That was so like that was the hardest decision. Like. But it fit with nothing, and we didn't want to wild cards, and we're in like, we have nothing else to do. Usually, when, when we you hear do, the wild card thing, yeah. it's because we couldn't think of something, and like, there's two movies you really want to talk about, but how are we gonna do it? But this one, everything worked, yep. and we we're like, ah, but
0: we go back to episode 1 yeah. go back to the recent one that we did we what well, we actually we had it as a Friday night fright we were fortunate enough so this is one we've had a wonderful journey with so it had to give some love here
1: we'll have to come back to it maybe that'll be episode 500 we'll yeah. do episode revisit one. it yeah revisit one um oculus <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: wait wait no oculus is from last year wasn't it
1: no wasn't it this year
0: no it oculus is uh what's his bucket with um mike flanagan right yeah yeah we talked about that one last year
1: oh no no it's oh yeah but oh yeah that's right
0: yeah. oops <laughs> so it was probably maybe see and that's what also the madness implies right?
1: too because sometimes we get bad release dates then annabelle annabelle's good annabelle opened up a franchise and have you ever seen the movie army of frankensteins i have not it's really good we could have played it at uh Notre Notre nine because it's all first person point of view but it's about like they're basically making Frankenstein monsters and just like with different parts and different pieces. Of did I like- show the trailer for that? Yes, you okay, did. that's okay. fucking cool I like, that's familiar. It's cool and it's a good movie. You know one we did play at Nerdoween? Dead Snow and their Dead Snow sequel, Red vs. Dead. Have you seen that one yet? Not yet. It's
0: really good. It's uh, a
1: totally different tone than Dead... St- well, not totally different because it's comedy, but it's more slapstickian and more gory.
0: Are there any bathroom shenanigans in it? There are bathroom. No Blumkins. No proper Blumkins. <clears throat> Sorry
1: for all you Blumkin aficionados out there.
0: Uh, one we did indeed catch at Nerdoween, uh Cooties.
1: Cooties, yes. That was a great one.
0: Cooties was actually a lot of fun. We did that as uh, Michelle um, gave us as a re- review and request on Patreon.
1: Have you ever seen, um, have you ever seen, uh, uh, oh gosh, Wreck 4?
0: I've only seen up to Wreck 3. Wreck 4 is on the boat, right? Uh
1: huh. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I actually liked all the wrecks.
0: So I just watched this. The people will hear my thoughts. Uh, film family members will hear my thoughts on this one. Uh, Zombievers.
1: I like that one. That one was fun because it, it gave you what you wanted in the tin. You don't expect something, you know, like serious. No. It's not like grief born
0: with zombievers. It's another one that's not sad.
1: You know what else was not sad? You remember uh, when we did May musical? Stage Fright.
0: Oh, that's fun.
1: That's a fun. That's a really good. Phantom of Bandcamp? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know one that is sad and what mm. people are upset we didn't uh, include here?
1: Yep. Boba Duke.
0: Boba Duke. <laughs> which, uh, go back to our. Actually, that's a. The Babadook and Nightingale episode is a tough one. That one was a tough one. But thank one. you, those DD are, Crimmins, for joining us for that.
1: Those are rough watches. Oh,
0: one we did an episode proper on, Clown.
1: Clown was good. That was clown I remember was... like like man, we should put Clown somewhere. Clown's a good movie. Clown was
0: proper good. I was really surprised with that.
1: Uh, let's see, Ouija. I heard the, with uh, uh, the Ouija board movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that one, but I heard that one was the first one was all right.
0: Uh, I did check this out at Panic Fest. Uh, wormwood. I liked Wormwood. That was Wormwood
1: cool. was fun. That was Australian cool. horror. Um, the taking of Deborah Logan.
0: It's and I've seen that for me.
1: It, me too, but I heard it's really enjoyable. And
0: technically, another that's and I've seen that for me, and it's it'll end up on the feed sometime uh, spring. I've heard about that. Mm-hmm. Right? I've heard you. It might scratch a particular itch for I know, you. Maybe I, heard, I heard possibly potent- not a deal breaker. Potential Squidly
1: Diddly. I heard there's a possibility of. <laughs>
0: There's some some interesting things going on there. Uh, other honorable Cub. mentions? Oh, cu- Cub was 2014. All oh, Cubs pro you'd like that one, dude. I you?
1: really liked that one. I wish I wish it went a little bit harder in some places, but I was like this is great and the music was great too. Uh, Steve Moore. Steve Moore, which I'm a I'm a fan of his versatility,
0: dude. The saxophone he supplies in suitable
1: flesh—it's <laughs> proper good. I was like, is this Cinemax? Am I transported back to the late '80s, early '90s?
0: Because I'm cool if it is. <laughs> Kept turning your neck over, making sure no one's walking in on you,
1: right? I like a flip the channel to something scrambled. I turn on the Hallelujah channel real quick.
0: <laughs> Thanks to all involved with Suitable Flesh, hopefully coming your way in a into the mouth of March Madness mm-hmm. in 2034. Yep. <laughs> Or 2033 in this case. Very true. It came out in 23. we got to remember the right dates of this time. That's right. Uh, other honorable mentions there, Genius? Did you ever see the remake of The Town that's rated to Sundown? I d- I watched it for the first time. It's good, isn't it? It's really good and it's very meta. Shocking. Yes. How incredibly complex it was. Yes. I was shocked at yeah. how, how just entranced I was. Yeah, and I haven't seen the OG either. I like the OG too, because I did I'm... a back to back feature with Oh, ones. really? Oh, yes. I love the idea of what they did with that Oh, it, no, I was I thought it that was... was super smart. I did. I was I like, like, that is a s- that's really cool. No, I watched that. Um um good lord, Zombievers and another one for the first time from uh But it, oh, Christy. It was a lifetime movie, and it's I I'll just leave it at that, but it ended up because I just watched it probably about two weeks ago. It's not as fresh on my mind, uh, but I, I I viewed it based on is that the one with her and Gary Busey? No, that's something. That's Carney. Okay. Now it's <laughs> it, it, I I check it out. It, it's on Tubi. I highly recommend it. But I had some good first time viewings from 2014.
1: Yeah, me too. But that's about it.
0: Okay, so that being said again our apologies if we did not mention any of your favorite films from the last 40 years that is to be said a lot of movies out there a lot of movies to be celebrated uh but the competition is going to start proper here on monday with our first round matchup from the year of 1984 mm-hmm. so again please continue to send in your brackets uh, we appreciate it and uh really looking forward to this point man eight years in yeah just technically three more episodes to record by the time we record this we've got this it's gonna
1: be a fun year i mean there's gonna be a lot of good head-to-heads a lot of good brackets there's been
0: some really i hope there's been some really good surprises for you i'm sure there have been some bracket busters at this point yeah Uh, technically no sam raimi movies in this 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 tournament so i think we're we're safe safe on on that that one one. one. so until uh this monday this is greg d i'm genius mcgee and we'll see you in your dreams
1: let the madness begin